Bitcoin. Good morning, Bitcoiners. Today is August 15th, 2017, and this is your market update. All right, the stories today, Samurai Wallet has an announcement. Um, also, people owing other people politeness on the internet. We'll touch on that. I would like to know what you guys think. Um, but let's get into the market update. Lots of stuff has happened. I mean, we had this meteoric rise from 2,500 up to 4,500. And now we've had we've started a pullback. Um, I've been, I was waiting for this yesterday. I was watching the charts. Just trying to time this pullback that I knew was coming. Um, at least I, I'm thinking down to um, mid 3000 range, but um, you know, I, then I, <laughs> I had to go to sleep and I missed it, <laughs> but you can't FOMO into positions. You can't overtrade. So that's, that's okay. We'll, we'll get the next one and it's, it's not a big deal. So uh, let's look at some of the stats here. So price right now I'm showing on Bitstamp is 4066, three months Futures 41.15, so that spread is about 60 bucks. I saw it above 100, then it was pulling back to 20. That's what made me think this pullback was coming yesterday. Um, if, if I would have just watched a little bit more, uh, a little bit longer last night, I probably would have seen this this uh, contraction of that spread. That is my big indicator that I'm using right now, and I think it's it's working really well, to be honest with you. Okay, market cap 68 billion global bitcoin market cap this includes the altcoins and i you know this is the bitcoin space so all of these altcoins um, their value relies on the efficacy of bitcoin if bitcoin if the bitcoin experiment was to fail all of this value proposition for all of this blockchain bs out there would go with it so um this is i think a good measure so the the global bitcoin market cap is 136 billion dollars and that leads to a maximum price of 8241 okay mempool 41 megabytes that's up there's probably a spam attack happening without spam we're down in the single digits for megabytes where transactions are going through no problem uh, right now there's probably small delays maybe a little bit higher fees um, and as the price comes down here over the next week probably um, I expect this FUD to pick up maybe more spam attacks uh, higher mempool size and uh, you know that just goes along with that local Bitcoin 24-hour volume is 8.3 million dollars worth of Bitcoin on local Bitcoins that's pretty good um, remember that's the OTC market there are other OTC markets out there this is just like the most public one that you can find there's a lot more volume obviously in the high high dollar OTC market. I think ItBit, they haven't published any um, numbers in a while, but they, they facilitate OTC trading. Um, and of course, there's other there's other people that facilitate OTC trading, uh, but local Bitcoins is kind of like the public available data. Paxful is also there, but uh, they don't, they, I've been trying to grab their numbers, but they don't give you the last 24 hours. They give you, uh, the 24 hours before that so it's really hard to like compare these numbers i might just grab the weekly from paxful i don't know we'll see how that goes um but 8.3 million dollars is pretty good that's above the average range like five to seven million and i would like to see this at 10 million um i did expect this because you know after this hard fork stuff happened now a lot of people are going out there and buying any way they can and local bitcoins is is a great way to do that all right, on-chain 
Volume is $873 million over the last 24 hours. That's worth a Bitcoin, obviously. Uh, but this is not impressive to me. I, I would expect this to be up. I mean, if we're if we're up there at 4,500, I mean, two billion is not not crazy. So um, this kind of signals a little bit of exhaustion, maybe overbought. All right. So those are my kind of fundamentals here. Let me talk about this. What happened over the last week? So Bitcoin entered this liquidity crunch. Uh, people were holding tight. So if you think about like pre-August 1st, or you could even go back to July, June or July, and you think about the next 12 months and what's the value of Bitcoin, okay? You have August 1st coming, you have a couple hard forks, you know, the, all these things uh, could make make it so you don't know. It's very uncertain what the next year is going to bring value-wise. But now you can. it's a little bit easier to predict. We have SegWit. All of these things are jumping like lightning has lots of news on lightning has come come about and um, so the future value in 12 months of bitcoin is very high so people are not selling they're holding their bitcoins very tight liquidity is drying up on top of that bcash came in and plussed up holders by five ten percent withdrew even more money off the market so there's this huge liquidity crunch that pushed the price up to 4500 and I'm glad that it's turned around now. Like I don't I don't want it to go to 10,000 in a month. You know? Then that'd probably be an all-time high for a year. But if we, you know, we've gone to this stage now and we're going to pull back and we're going to have a couple months or a month maybe of consolidation and then we continue on. Very orderly appreciation in price and I like it. There's only 16 million bitcoins in circulation right now and there's a lot of holders out there, so there's not very much to go around to buy for new holders. And if a billion dollars worth of capital comes in, I mean, this price could get bid up very quickly. But I don't think we're quite there yet, even though there's all sorts of stories out there about big money coming in. Goldman Sachs, I guess, in one of their newsletters to investors said, you know, it would be okay to put 1% of your portfolio into Bitcoin. Um, even though all this, this good news is coming out, I don't think they're quite there yet. We're still six to 12 months away from some of this big money coming in, in my opinion. All right. So I was waiting all day for this pullback yesterday. It never came and I had to go to sleep. So I missed it, but that's okay. Um, there is a massive divergence now on the daily RSI. If you check that out, uh, bear div, we had a higher high in price, but quite a bit lower price, a lower high on RSI. So that has to get cleared out. To clear out that divergence, I think we have to go oversold on the daily RSI, which would be a drastic move. Uh, we went oversold down to 1850, and I think we're going to have to have a similar type of drop here to clear out that massive bear div. Um, also, the stoke is turning down if you look at the stoke on the daily, so that's that's that. Um, where's support? Support is, there's weak support by my calculations at 3750 and 3600. Uh, and then major support at 3000. So, I mean, if we break 3000, we're in a world of hurt, but I don't think so. There's no Bitcoin is fine. There's been no big news. Like if you look at the last two years, when we've had these massive pullbacks. Um, we had the, the Mike Hearn rage quit. We had, um, what was next? Bitfinex. We had the Bitfinex hack. Um, and then we had the Chinese exchanges, uh, stopping withdrawals. Um, all these like big news items 
They were pretty significant. Then we had the uh, ETF that caused a massive pullback, and we had this Bitcoin Unlimited FUD out there for the hard fork stuff. We, we went through all that just fine. We recovered just fine. It's just a pullback, and actually those are healthy. Uh, so since there is no big news, that makes me think that these these weaker support levels, you know, maybe the 3600 one will catch the price. But I do expect a consolidation here up in up top, like not I used to call these high and tight, you know, they're they're flags, obviously, but um, a high and tight consolidation for a couple weeks. That's possible. Maybe we even consolidate around 4000. I don't know, because there's no like really major news, but. We need to go to oversold on the daily RSI. That's what I'm looking at. As a contrarian, I think there's lots of new money that has come in recently and FOMO'd in and they bought the top and they need to get wrecked. Everybody needs to get wrecked, okay? And at least once, and especially right when they come in. This is Bitcoin. Welcome to crypto. You're going to get wrecked. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm leaning bearish for the near term. Obviously, over the next two months, by the end of the year, we're going to be back up to all-time highs again. Um, so there's that. Minus any major, major problems. Be watching for this FUD. So as the price pulls back, talked about the mempool, there's going to be a lot of this 2x debate brought up again, which there hasn't been a commit on their repo in 20-plus days. So if you're a business that's in this New York agreement and you see that there's absolutely no like development happening here, okay, you have to be retarded to run that. There's no developer support. And it goes along with this future value understanding. So store value has a lot to do with future value. Like future value is totally tied into this thing, okay? And if I think, well, if I update to Segwit2x, there's zero developer support or near zero developer support. What is the next 12 months uh, future value of that, of that hard fork? Very little. But then you look at the core, the future value of core and Segwit and all this stuff that's happening, all these great developments, um, Lightning and Schnorr and all this stuff. That is where the future value comes from. So you're going to be going on there. That's going to be higher price. Be watching out for this FUD because this can be coming hot and heavy as this price pulls back just now. A quick update on Bcash. It's 95% mined by Bitmain at this point, and it's 60% as profitable as Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Let's get on some traditional markets real fast. So gold is 12.74, and I am bullish over the next year or two, maybe five years of gold. But generationally, I'm bearish. I don't think it's going to be like when when I'm in 50 years when I'm passing on or in my will any gold that I have is going to be very low value compared to any Bitcoin that I have right uh, so um, but over the next few years China Russia there's all sorts of other stuff happening in the gold market uh, and there they could go to a gold-backed currency here in the next few years so um, I think gold has a bright near-term future and it's funny I call it near-term when it's five years that's, that's what the thinking you have as a holder and as a gold investor for many years. You know, near term is five years. <laughs> Long term is 40. Uh, okay, DXY is dying. It cannot bounce. I mean, it's still possible that it might bounce up to 95. It's at 93.31 and it's stuck right here. Just There's going to be more bad news that comes out. The dollar is going to drop even more. I don't, I mean, the, the, the path of least resistance for the dollar is still down. In my opinion 
S, um, the S&P 500, 2468. It had a really bad day with the North Korea stuff that came out when Trump said the fire and fury or whatever. Um, but the plunge protection team, like I said back if you listen to the last episode, is going to buy it up. So it, it has come back up. But again, the path of least resistance here is also down. The bottom of this formation has been broken. So even though it came back up, it's, it's going to have to be held there. That's going to be expensive. So um, I think the path of least resistance is still down. The Fed is going to have to come to the realization that they can either save the dollar or they can save the stock market. The dollar is not all-powerful. The, the U.S. military is not all-powerful. We've lost every strategic battle over the last decade. And I think Libya might be the only one that they could even claim any type of success at all. Um, but anyway, all right, let's get on to my stories. Samurai Wallet, they're pushing the boundaries again. Now, they're my official wallet, my official mobile wallet of Bitcoin and Markets. They don't pay me or anything. They're not a sponsor of the show, but they, they do so such great work. They push the limits on everything, on innovation in the space, wallet stuff. Uh, they're ideologically aligned with myself, so you know I really, really like them. First, they have the Ricochet transaction that adds hops in your transaction t- uh, to um, add a little bit more anonymity. Uh, let's see. That, that's pretty cool. I mean, if you're going to be sending a $1,000 transaction from your Samurai, just use the extra few hops. I mean, it m- might make your fee uh, three, four, five bucks, but you're sending $1,000. Come on now. And... Uh, this helps pay them because they they that's in their business model by adding these cool transaction types they are getting paid for for that now they're adding zero link this is a joint project with hidden wallet which i don't know much about i'm gonna have to research up on them but i linked to samurai's blog where they announced this and i'll just quote something here so the zero link framework provides wallet developers with the theory and tools they need to implement trustless fast and cheap mixing in the bitcoin wallet so, I mean, again, they're pushing the limits, and this is also showing, since these guys are cutting edge, pushing innovation forward, this shows you where the debate's going. It's going towards anonymity. It's going towards fungibility, uh, and that's what we'll see over the next 12 to 24 months in Bitcoin. The Bitcoin development will really go that way. At least tools and services, even, will go that way. Raul Paul is, he famously said he was selling all his Bitcoin at around 2500 maybe. I mean, maybe 2700 or something. But he went out there and he pushed it, he fudded it, he put out articles and really made it obvious that he was selling. I don't know why people do that, (laughs) but I mean, he was trying to fud. And now everyone's like calling him out saying, dude, why? Look, it's 4,500. And he's like, oh my God, the internet is so mean to me. Everyone owes politeness to other people and they owe politeness to me. This type of stuff gets under my skin because... You know, he came out flooding hard. Bitcoin itself exposed him by going up and making him look stupid, making him look like obviously exposing that he doesn't understand what's happening in Bitcoin. Bitcoin is going up, people. And this exposed him to not understanding what's happening all around the world. In every market, Bitcoin has to be within that. Because if I'm investing in some sort of bonds or some sort of stocks, emerging market stocks or something, and they're yielding me like 10%, and I'm passing up on Bitcoin that's yielding me 300%. I don't understand what's freaking happening. And Bitcoin exposed him, exposed his uh, not understanding what Bitcoin is. And so then he cries about it. It's also a dangerous attitude to say people, owe, other people owe you things. Like that's what brings in regulators. 
Those are the type of people that run to the regulators say these people are being mean on the internet. I mean, all Raul had would have to do is say, I'm sorry, guys, I didn't understand Bitcoin, but I'm, you know, doing my best. I'm learning as much as I can, just like everybody is out there. Nobody's an expert. I mean, Greg Maxwell and Adam Back may be our experts, but nobody's an expert out there. And all this, all Raul has to say is, I'm not an expert at Bitcoin. I don't know. I made a mistake. I don't understand it. Obviously, I was wrong. And people would leave him alone. But this lack of taking responsibility and dissing on people that are holding you accountable is not not good. Um, be careful what you say on the internet. <laughs> Tell me what you guys think about that. Because, I, I mean, this gets under my skin and I think I'm reading this right. But am I? Let me know in the comments. Bitcoin. All right, that's it for today, guys. Thank you so much for joining me. My name is Ansel Lindner. This is Bitcoin and Markets. You can support the show, support me making more content by going to patreon.com forward slash Bitcoin and Markets. Thank you, everybody that is a patron. Um, you know, there's a lot of people going on to Patreon now. I uh, famously, maybe, what, eight months ago, nine months ago, challenged people in the Bitcoin space, content providers, to get on Patreon. And people have. Andreas got on there. Um, World Crypto Network got on there. Um, you know, so it... it there's a lot of people getting onto Patreon, and I think that's kind of maybe not Patreon is the solution, but um, things like Patreon. So, uh, thanks for all my supporters, and let's support good media out there. If you guys know me, over the last three weeks or four weeks, I've been—I'm usually a very healthy person. Like I haven't really been sick for a couple of years, but I had strep throat about a month ago, and then I got another cold right after that, and then like I seem to be getting sick three, four times in a row here. It's finally starting to feel better, so um, that is where I'm at, why I've been kind of not getting these out as much as I wanted to, these, these quick updates. So, thank you guys for joining me. See you next time. Thanks for listening.